Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, this is where Profit First starts to get real. My entrepreneurial friend, this is the point where you you get brave and you will pull your head out of the sand when it comes to the financials of the business you own. Warning, There is some salty language in this episode involving the letter S. You are not an ostrich, so stop acting like one with your head in the sand, in the dark, avoiding the reality. The longer you avoid the reality and the truth about your financials, the less likely you will be able to turn your ship around. The exciting news is that you do not have to do it alone. I am here. Mike is here. Other entrepreneurs who have successfully implemented Profit First in their businesses are here in our community. And of course, my wonderful Profit First professional peeps are here too. I feel so blessed to be part of the Profit First Professionals organization because they are such a caring and empathetic tribe of bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches. They have put in the extra effort and investment in their businesses to become certified Profit First professionals so that they are trained and equipped to do more to guide and coach their bookkeeping, accounting, and coaching clients. Fellow entrepreneurs, just like you. So now that we have established that the gang is all here to support you and cheer you on, let's move on to the second phase of Profit First implementation, the execution phase. In the execution phase, we are going to knock out steps five, six, seven, and eight. Step number five is to do your profit first instant assessment. Step number six is reverse engineer your business. Step number seven is complete your rollout plan. And step number eight is to complete your allocations per schedule and rhythm following your rollout plan. 
I'm not going to sugarcoat this. In fact, we laid out the journey of transformation diagram at the beginning of this series on how to turn your business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. This is the part where, I'm going to be honest, you kind of get that sick feeling. Right, Mike? So this is where people throw up in their own mouth a little bit, you know? <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, there's two fears. First of all, we're afraid we're going to do the assessment the wrong way. And many people do. Even though it's designed to be very simple, we can bring complexity complexity to it unnecessarily. So we get stuck there. The other one's the shock factor. So they see the the numbers where they should be, and I'm doing air quotes around the should be, compared to where they actually are, and they feel overwhelmed and ashamed and embarrassed, or it's impossible, they de- decline to proceed. So this is, I would say, of the, the hurdles you're going to have to go over with the profit-first methodology, the biggest one, even though the easiest, is go to the bank. Get your butt to the bank. Do that, you have this infrastructure in place. This is the second hurdle, and it's more of a mental mind F than anything. You know, the solutions to this are a couple. One is uh, I encourage you to go about it initially yourself just to get a sense of your numbers. You can extract it from your income tax return. So you'll have, I think it's called a K-1. You'll have that document about your businesses your business or businesses, um, and you'll have your own personal income there. So you can extract the owner's pay from your uh, tax return. You also have your distributions, right? Your you, The profits you've taken out of your business, if you have taken any, you can take that from the tax return. And you'll have the K-1 so you can get the business information from the tax return. The operating expenses, you may have to pull that from a income statement. Um, but those are basically only the documents you need. The goal of the instant assessment is simply to assess instantly where you are. It's not called like the perfect assessment or you need to nail this assessment or if you're not pulling your hair out, you haven't done a right assessment. It's none of that. It's like horseshoes and hand grenades. You just got to get close enough because what the instant assessment yields is a percentage. It, It says, based upon how we categorized you, the elite, the fiscally elite run a profit of 20% or 15%. And you are currently at 0% or one or two. So you understand of where you are and where you want to go, that gap. And then you can establish a rollout plan. So you don't have to get this perfect. And uh, I think that's another hurdle is this concept of perfection is they get overwhelmed by the instant assessment. And then they say, I have to do this perfectly. And they get frustrated and they give up on it. It doesn't matter. Close enough fits. I would take it further though with a profit first professional because they are they've have extraordinary expertise in getting the numbers right. So once you have it right, it's then rolling it out, um, and and doing that incrementally and appropriately, similar to a trainer at a gym. Like you know, the instant assessment just says, you know what, you 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 aren't at the fitness level you want to be. Like you run on the treadmill and you're gasping for winds with wind within 10 seconds. Um, that's the si- simple test to say you're not cardiovascularly fit enough. Then I would work with a trainer because the, the next step is not to, oh, let's go run a marathon. Like that could give you the literal or figurative heart attack. And um, these businesses that do the instant assessment and go it alone, 
sometimes are, are trying to run a marathon when they can't even walk up a I'm going to like really winded. challenge you on this one to go into robo mode. Just get it done. Don't overthink it. Don't let fear paralyze you. Say it right now. I know things are kind of shitty, but damn it, I'm going to fix this shit now. Say it with me. I know things are kind of shitty, but damn it, I'm going to fix this shit now. Get angry. Get empowered. You can fix this shit now. If you want to continue the dream of being an entrepreneur because you love the freedom and the ability to share your gift of serving your customers and clients, then let's fix this shit now so you can continue doing what you love. Do you want more time to play but feel like you can't because your business is struggling? Well, then let's fix this shit now. Fixing this shit now is not a big ordeal. Set a timer for 20 minutes and let's knock it out. Your instant assessment won't take hours or days. We just need a starting point. As Mike pointed out, it doesn't need to be perfect. It is just going to give us a starting point. And from this starting point, you can start with a blank canvas and paint your own financial picture and make it a masterpiece. In fact, think of this as the study. All of the great masters, painters, they start with a study. When Monet and Degas embarked on a new project or commission, they did a smaller version, a quicker version as a practice or a study as to how they were going to artfully and masterfully paint their true masterpiece. You have to start somewhere, and this is where you are going to start. Before you start hyperventilating, though, at the mere thought of dissecting your financials, let's psych ourselves up to just power through it. We have put together a step-by-step, fill-in-the-blank resource for you. We will even guide you on where you get the necessary numbers, and you can get them yourselves or send the copy and paste email we've also composed for you to your current accountant or bookkeeper. A fifth grader could do this, and I know you are smarter than a fifth grader. Let's walk through it now. Quick reminder, now remember, Profit First is a cash management system, so we like to look at reports from a cash basis. Your accounting system will produce reports on a cash basis and an accrual basis. When you run reports for Profit First, you will want to run these reports on a cash basis. Cash basis means that events are not recognized until cash is received or paid. The IRS restricts cash basis accounting to businesses with annual average gross receipts of less than $10 million from the last three most recent tax years. Under the cash basis method, you generally report income in the tax year you receive it and deduct expenses in the tax year in which you pay the expenses. It is important to remember this point and also understand the difference between cash and accrual. So when you pull your taxes, you're going to want to see if it was filed on an accrual basis or a cash basis. 
As a rule of thumb, most standard reporting from accounting software systems are accrual-based, but you just have to adjust the settings or click a button to get the cash basis reports. Again, we have the physical resource for you of the Profit First Instant Assessment on our website, Profit First Nation, as well as the step-by-step instructions on the resource. I'm going to quickly walk you through it so you can understand it, but just download the resource and set a timer for 20 mere minutes to knock it out. You have two options on where you start and the period you want to look at. You can look at the immediate last 12 months or you can pull the prior fiscal year. If you are a startup and have zero prior revenue, you still absolutely must go through this process so you establish your budgets. The first thing is that you're going to enter your top line revenue, your total gross sales for the period you are assessing. For a startup, you are going to put what you conservatively estimate your first year gross revenue to be. Then you are going to take your materials cost and enter that number. Your materials costs are your cost of goods sold. If you manufacture or resell product, the cost of this product goes in this box on the instant assessment form. Next, if you use subcontractors, then you're going to enter the amount you spent on contractors in the prior year here. Now, the profit first definition of a contractor is an individual you hire to facilitate the direct delivery of the goods or services you provide. For example, if you're a wedding photographer and you hire a second shooter on a contractor basis, their costs would be considered a contractor. If as a wedding photographer, you also have a virtual assistant that you also pay as a contractor, then this individual is really an operating expense in terms of profit first. So you would not include this cost of your virtual assistant as a contractor cost under your profit first instant assessment. If you pay commissions, then since those commissions are paid on a function of sales, then you would want to enter that number on the commissions line. Now add up your materials expense plus your contractor's expense plus commissions. Take that total and divide it by your gross sales. If that number is less than 25%, then you can account for these expenses as part of your operating expenses. If your materials costs plus contractor costs plus commissions is less than 25% of your gross sales, then for the profit first instant assessment, your gross sales is equal to your real revenue number. If the percentage of materials plus contractors plus commissions is greater than 25%, then we are going to take that gross sales number and subtract the materials costs, subtract the contractor's costs, and subtract the commission's costs to get your real revenue number. If you are unsure or struggling to get the costs of materials, contractors, and or commissions from your prior financials, all good. Don't stress. Just use your gross revenue number as your real revenue number. Real revenue is the real deal when it comes to understanding your business. As Mike notes in the book, 
the real estate agency doing $5 million in gross sales has 24 agents that are considered subcontractors taking $4 million in commissions. So that makes this real estate company really a $1 million business that manages real estate agents making $4 million. It's not a $5 million real revenue business. It's a $1 million real revenue business. Understanding your real revenue number is the key to your profit first foundation. Now let's keep looking at your real numbers. On the profit line, put your cold, hard cash from the last 12 months that is real profit. This is the cumulative profit you have sitting in the bank or money that you have distributed to yourself as a true profit distribution and or distributed to your partners as a bonus on top, but not to supplement your salary. If you think you have a profit, but it is not in the bank and was never distributed to you as a bonus, this means you don't really have a profit. I repeat, if you think you have a profit, but it is not in the bank and was never distributed to you as a bonus, this means you don't really have a profit. On the owner's pay line, Put down how much you paid yourself and any other owners of the business for the past 12 months in regular payroll distributions, not profit distributions. On the tax line, put down how much tax your company has paid on your behalf. This is critical. This is not how much you have paid in taxes. This is how much money your company paid or reimbursed you to go towards taxes. If you took money out of the company to pay estimated quarterly taxes, then that number goes on this line. I'm not going to get too technical here regarding profit distributions versus quarterly tax payments from an accounting standpoint. If you are savvy enough to understand this, then you got it, go with it. Everyone else, let's just keep it simple. If your income taxes got deducted from your paycheck from the company or at the end of the year, you had to scratch together cash from out of your personal accounts, the company then definitely did not pay your taxes and $0 will be the number you enter here. On the operating expense line, you are going to put all of your prior year operating expense total, not including the profit, owner's pay, or taxes from the prior lines. You are also not going to include any materials, subcontractors, or commissions expenses. This is your general operating expenses. The costs of having a business like rent, insurance, payroll, salaries of employees, office supplies, etc. Now we're going to double check our math. Add up the profit plus owner's pay plus taxes plus operating expenses and this should total your real revenue number. This is really simple math. And our resource walks you through doing your instant assessment step by step. But hey, so far, this is fifth grade math. Very simple and something you can totally complete in a matter of minutes. The Profit First Instant Assessment gives you a starting point. If you are a startup, you just leave the profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expense lines that we just walked through blank. 
Next, you're going to translate these dollars into percentages. Your profit divided by real revenue will equal a percentage that is your year prior percentage. Your owner's pay divided by real revenue will equal a percentage that is your prior year percentage. Your tax divided by real revenue will equal a percentage that is your prior year tax percentage. Could be zero. And your operating expense divided by real revenue will equal a percentage that is your year prior percentage for operating expense. And do not be surprised if that operating expense percentage is 90%, 99%, 100%, or even over 100%. If your operating expenses are greater than your real revenue, that is not uncommon. It just means that your business is a super cash-eating monster and it's eating more than you are selling. But you're good. You are pulling your head out of the sand and looking at that cash-eating monster square in the eye and telling them you are going to be taking back your fair share from them. You are going to start to profit from your business. You are going to start working towards paying yourself a true market value salary, and your business is going to allocate enough cash for you to pay your estimated quarterly taxes on the profits your business is going to start accelerating on. It just really comes down to you starting. And it's not hard and it's not rocket science. So I'm going to not entertain any excuses. Logically, this is simple. So let's focus on the logic and tune out all that other garbage and noise in your head about telling yourself, you're not a numbers person. You are doing fifth grade math. You do not have to be a numbers person to do freaking fifth grade math. So if you are smarter than a fifth grader, or at least just as smart as a fifth grader, you can do your profit first instant assessment. Don't make it a big deal. It's not a big deal, but it's going to serve as your foundation for the next step in your implementation. You have completed four steps of your implementation up to this point. How hard were they? Not hard. How long did they take when you actually did them? Way less than you originally thought they would take. Same holds true here with step number five. So now let's complete your profit first instant assessment. Now you are going to enter the target allocation percentages from the chart on your resource based on your real revenue number. Next, you are going to calculate the dollars that equate to your target allocation percentage times real revenue for profit, times owner's pay, times tax, and times operating expenses. It's super easy. And each step is like a fill in the blank on the resource. A fifth grader could follow the instructions to complete a profit first instant assessment. And so can you. It's super easy. And each step is like a fill in the blank on the resource. A fifth grader could follow the instructions to complete a profit first assessment. And so can you. The second to last step for completing your profit first instant assessment is to subtract the target allocation dollars from the actual dollars 
for each account of profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. This is very likely to result in a negative number for profit or a negative number for owner's comp or operating expenses or a negative number for all three of these accounts. It is your delta, the amount you need to make up. A negative number means you are bleeding money in these areas. Sometimes it is just one category with a problem, but in most cases, businesses are bleeding out in the profit, owner's comp, and tax accounts and have a positive number, meaning excess in operating expenses. In other words, we are allocating too little in profit, too little in owner's pay, and too little in taxes, and allocating way too much to that cash-eating monster, also commonly referred to as operating expenses. The final step is the fix. We're going to fix this shit now. Do you need to increase or decrease the delta to fix it? If the number in the delta is a negative number, put increase next to it because we need to increase our allocations to fix this. Conversely, if it is a positive number in the delta, put decrease on that line since this is a category where we need to spend less money in order to fix this shit now. Voila! You completed your instant assessment using basic fifth grade math. You have officially pulled your head out of the sand and can now finally see the light. You can make your business permanently profitable. When you click on resources to access this resource, you will have the PDF and Also, a video that walks you through how to complete your instant assessment. Why the video in addition to this podcast episode? Because you, my entrepreneurial friend, are worth it. And I want you to be permanently profitable and will do everything in my power and based on my experience of being an entrepreneur for the last two decades to guide you. Including pulling the reports and figures you need Completing your profit first instant assessment will take you a total of 15 to 20 minutes to knock this puppy out. Let's get her done, my entrepreneurial friend. And I will see you on the next episode where we will hit up step number six. Don't forget, you can get full transcriptions of each episode as well as access episode resources including this week's resources, the Profit First Instant Assessment Step-by-Step Guide and corresponding how-to video by visiting ProfitFirstNation.com and clicking on resources. That's ProfitFirstNation.com. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. It's rate and review time. That's right. We would be honored, Danielle and I would be honored if you'd spend the time right now, make that effort to post an honest review about our show. It's the greatest way to spread the word. Would you do it? I heard a yes through the radio waves. Thank you. Thank you very much. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. 
Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.